News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Finnegale TD Alan Dillon has called for ticket house legislation to be updated, describing the reselling of tickets at inflated values as immoral and completely wrong. And it is reported that nobody has been prosecuted for the practice of ticket touting, despite the passing of the Sale of Ticket Acts two years ago, which did actually outlaw rather uh, ticket touting as a thing. And Dr. Steve Davies, who's head of education at the Institute of Economic Affairs, joins us now. Steve, you're not you're not a fan of this prosecution uh, of ticket touts. Tell us why. Well, because essentially ticket touts are simply providing a market service. What they're doing is buying up a good at a lower price and then finding people who are voluntarily and willingly prepared to pay a high price for those goods, in this case tickets. Uh, There are many people like this in markets of all kinds. And what they do is they bring supply and demand into balance. And what you have to realize is uh, they are not the cause of the high prices of the tickets. The high price is because there is a very high demand for tickets for some concerts, some artists, and a fundamentally fixed supply. You can't put extra seats into venues like Crow Park, for example, or Wembley. Okay, and I I appreciate that. But the reason there's a backlash against touts is things like uh, the Taylor Swift. She's, I'm yeah. sure she's playing all over the UK. She's certainly playing here in Dublin. Her tickets for here have reappeared on, on, a, on a ticketing website for 4,454 for a pair of tickets. Now, the face value of those is is in and around 100 quid. So, so people feel yeah. a kind of a righteous anger that this once cost 100 quid. It now costs four grand. I'm yes. being screwed. But, but, but you're saying they're not actually being screwed. No, they're not actually being screwed because the actual alternative choice they have is between paying that very high price and being certain of getting a ticket or trying to get the ticket at the face value and having an incredibly small chance, probably literally a one in a hundred or lower chance of getting the ticket. So it's a matter of taking your choice. Either you have a really acute shortage of tickets and it's a matter of pure luck if you get one, or you have a market price for the tickets, which will be much higher than the face value. Uh, And if you can afford to pay it, which is the rub, of course, then you'll be certain of getting a ticket. I I think what annoys people about this is when they see the very elevated ticket prices, you know, after they've gone on sale initially. And then and that does happen. We used to see it even more before this legislation was brought in. Tickets would go on sale at face value and then they would all be gone instantly, pretty much. And then they would appear on resale sites almost instantly at elevated prices. That was what people were annoyed about and also then only fairly wealthy people yeah. could, could could buy them. Is is that a fair practice though, that the people who hoovered up the tickets and then resold them just to make a profit? Oh, it's an inevitable uh, event. And the only, there are only two ways of doing this. One is to actually charge a reasonable market price. I mean, the reason why this happens is because the artists and the venues are uh, pricing the tickets at a price that is well below what the market price is, what people are prepared to pay. You could get away with this by having um, strict controls on the resale, banning the resale of tickets, as Ed Sheeran, for example, has done. But that makes going to one of his concerts a bit like going through the airport. You have to go through an incredible amount of security and identity checks. Or you could use dynamic pricing, uh, which is what is used by airlines and hotels to allocate rooms and seats. So Harry Styles and Coldplay have both done that recently. Well, what that did in both of their cases was to more than double the tickets. They're not quite in high demand as Taylor Swift, but still high enough. There's no way of avoiding either a shortage or 
much higher prices. Those are the only two realistic options available to you. So is, in your view, banning ticket touting kind of punitive in that way, insofar as that we, we outrule anyone's ability to have certainty around buying a ticket and, and we're sort of punishing the rich because yes. they, they, they're well, the only ones who can afford maybe the four grand for a ticket? Well, you're not punishing the rich as such. Uh, they would still have the chance, you know, the very low chance of getting it um, like anybody else. No, the people you're punishing are the speculative middlemen, the touts, and they're just providing a market service. Think of an analogy. If you had shops in Dublin that were selling diamonds at 100 euros each, and everyone knows that those diamonds will sell for 2,000 euros each, what would you have? You'd have an enormous queue outside the shop because everybody would want to get them at that low price. And a lot of the people who buy them would then sell them on. And it's exactly the same with valuable things like tickets to and a And are you concert. saying that the only reason that, the, and I, or you aren't saying, but I'm inferring now, that, that the reason that, that artists are selling below market price, as you say, because the market will sustain higher prices, is because they don't want to be seen as greedy or as whatever. So they sell it at kind of an acceptable price in terms of what their fans consider acceptable. And that being below market price is, is the cause of all of this. Yes, that is exactly right. The thing is, a lot of artists have, uh, you know, principled reasons for trying to sell the tickets at that rate. It may be public relations, as you suggest, or it may be that they want a certain kind of fan. They'd rather have a really enthusiastic, but maybe not wealthy fan, as opposed to somebody who's and a lot going of their to their fans are kids. Like Taylor group. Swift, a lot of her fans are teenage girls. Yes. They don't have very much money. Now, precisely. I mean, that it, they do have a problem, the artists, as that's undoubtedly true. The real problem is it's a problem of success. I mean, Taylor Swift could sell out Crow Park or Wembley, where she's also performing, three or four times yeah. over with no trouble. So there's, it, it is a problem for those artists who don't want to simply have an audience full of rich tourists, essentially. But it's a problem of the success that they have. What you can do, apart from using dynamic pricing sometimes, is to sell them through fan clubs which makes it a kind of almost invitation-only event, but that still inevitably leaves a lot of disappointed people. I'm afraid that's unavoidable. Look, thank you for speaking to us this morning. That is Dr. Steve Davies, their Head of Education at the Institute of Economics Affairs. Is it just the market is just buying and selling supply and demand? People hate paying. People hate buying a ticket that says €120 on it and paying €500 for it. They, They hate it. But he has a very good point. When you could sell out the venue five or six times over, there is there is a market there of people who would be willing for their little darling to get the ticket to pay more money. What do you think? I know we've outlawed it, but it seems to be still going on to some extent. And should people be prosecuted for it? Or are we just shouting into the wind? Let us know. You can WhatsApp us this morning, 87 106. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.